Welcome to the Juhu Roadshow podcast. It is Monday, uh, February the 5th, very special day, which we'll get into that later. Um, obviously, I sound a little bit better than I did last Monday because I'm feeling a lot better. Um, I had this sinus thing that uh, modern medicine took care of for me, so we got that going. And um, what a uh, what a fascinating ball game, Super Bowl last night. Um, I really didn't have a horse in the race. I just knew that I uh, wasn't a big fan of the Patriots. Uh, my neighbor's trying to convince me that uh, he's been watching this, what is it, uh, Time and Tom or Tom and Time and so, or whatever the documentary is about Brady. And he said it's quite fascinating and it's changed his mindset about Brady. But he he was pulling for the, for the uh, Patriots. But... Um, I just, it was a great, what I really enjoyed about the game was that it was great from start to finish. I mean, yeah, last year's was, was was good because, you know, the Patriots made such a dramatic comeback down by 25 against the, the Falcons. Um, but this one was just good from the, from the get-go. The commercials were mid-range. There were some good ones. There were some, okay, ones. Um, halftime show was pretty good. Um, I see a lot of people bashing Timberlake over the show, but I thought it was decent. Uh, but what what a good game, and and it's cool to see Nick Foles come in and and backup quarterback, and um, not a whole lot of time left in the season. I think he played two or three regular season games, and then just killed it in the playoffs. And uh, you know, guys gone from um, a backup and a and a you know a roaming backup because he was Kansas City and the Rams, and uh, and then to come back to Philadelphia and. Uh, and then he's the you know he's a new dad which was cool, and his little daughter with her little pink headphones it was so cute, and then uh, you know now he's a Super Bowl MVP and that can never ever ever be taken away. That's that's the cool thing about accomplishing things like that, is that you know it can never be taken away. I've got a couple of things in my life that are like that that. I just shake my head sometimes and, and it dawns on me that it can never be taken away. And I, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. Um, um, I'm not going to say I feel bad for Brady. The dude's been in eight Super Bowls. He's won five of them. But, uh, you know, they played hard. Both teams played hard until the end, which was great. Um, so that was fun um, watching that. And um, we've got a, a really cool day today and a, an interesting week this week. Um, as you may or may not have heard me mention uh, over the past number of months, um, my wife, who is South African, um, she's from Cape Town. Well, she she lives in the Cape Town area. She was raised in Zimbabwe. Um, she and I have, let's see, we've been married Close to two years, uh, we've been been together uh, two and a half, and um, for the past two years, we have been working on getting her here. Um, you know, there's the immigration process, and then when there's a child involved, that complicates things. Um, but after two years and a lot of money, um, she is going to be here today, and um to give you some perspective, it is now about 5.30 in the morning, my time. She left at 9.30 in the morning yesterday, 
and we'll get here at about 3.30 this afternoon. That's how long of a trip it is. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they are about to take off from the Frankfurt Airport um, on their flight here to Denver. And then we pick them up, and, you know, it, it's pretty fascinating. It's like a whole new life. It's, it, you know, we've... We've been together, we've been married, we've spent months at a time together, I'm, I over there or she over here, uh, but now it goes from, you know, kind of a bachelor pad with Lance and I to um, a full house with a, a wife and a four-year-old, and, and yeah, and I mean, it's just like the flip of a switch, boom, family. So we are very, very uh, excited about that, and... Um, and yeah, that's just been a very, 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 very difficult couple of years. Very trying at times. Um, because, it, I mean, it just puts a lot of strain on, on, on people. It puts a lot of strain on you as an individual to maintain sanity through some of the challenges that come along with things like this. So, very excited about that. So, I and a group of some people are going to join, they're going to join me at the airport, and we're going to welcome them, and, and yeah, new life begins, so that's kind of exciting. Um, and then another thing coming up this week that I'm very excited about, um, you know, we've had some really fascinating guests here on, on the road show, and um, this Friday is the show I've been looking forward to the most up to this point. Um, we've got Jim Brewer, uh, on the show posting this Friday. Now, Jim, you know, the name doesn't just jump out at you, but like when I say he was a Saturday night live cast member and he was goat boy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Or, you know, he was, uh, he was in that movie half baked. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, that's when people remember him. But what this guy has done lately over the past couple of years, I mean, he's really reinvented himself and you know, he's, he calls himself, or other people have called him. I'm not sure who gave, you know, who gave him the nomenclature, but um, he's a family warrior. So a lot of his humor, a lot of his comedy, his routine is about family and, you know, being a dad and being a husband and the challenges that come along with that and the funny moments that come along with that. And and um, he's a very, very, very observant guy. And. And then he's a great storyteller, and, th- and that makes for a wonderful combination when you you can observe the landscape around you and the world around you uh, with great detail, and then you are great at telling the story. And so, I had met Jim. Um, I met Jim about oh six or seven years ago, I guess. I was invited by Metallica up to the Big Four show at Yankee Stadium, and. And I met Jim there, and I tell the story about that in, in the podcast with him. But, um, you know, we've spoken on and off since then. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I sat down with him at um, the Santa Ana Star Casino in, in New Mexico um, because it's easier for me to drive down there to do the show than to fly up to New Jersey, which is where he lives. Oh, it's coffee time. Hold on. Drinking my Folgers hazelnut. Hashtag Folgers. I wonder if I could get them to sponsor the show. Anyhow, um, so I went down there and and uh, sat down with him, and you know, of course, I'm just I'm excited because we're gonna be laughing the whole time and doing voices and whatnot and listening to him do his thing, and and we did, we had a lot of fun and we laughed a lot, but we got into some really deep conversation um, about a lot of things that I didn't expect, and I think uh, you know I just can't. 
help it. I think the the old journalist in me comes out and, you know, people start talking about something and I just I pick up on the signs of of what's important to them or, you know, what is uh, an emotional thing for them. And so I gently go down that road with them and, and it leads to some really good conversation. And more times than not, I especially with celebrities, you know, big, big, big people, I I finish the interview and, and they kind of have this look on their face like, holy shit, I didn't plan on saying all that which to me that's the sign of a good interview that's that means I've, I've done a good interview and so sat down with Jim and and that's the kind of interview we had we ended up talking about um, you know we talk about failures that we've endured and we talk about fears that we have and we talk about uh, you know family and interestingly enough we got into a great discussion about faith um, and uh, it was just, it, it was really, really, really good material. And it was a great conversation between two men talking about, you know, things that are important to them and things that they've learned along the way. And, and um, but you've got the added aspect of this guy being, you know, already big and getting bigger. And, and it's fun, too, to see somebody who uh, in their, in the, you know, second phase in life, they're, they're they're succeeding at a, at a new level and they're not riding the wave of shit they did when they were a kid. Um, you know, it was just, it was a really great conversation and, and, you know, I get excited, I get excited for people that are successful and that are passionate and like, I'm happy for them. Like I'm genuinely happy to see him doing so well in the second phase. Um, and you know, if you look at a lot of lives, if you look at a lot of lives, they're like that. They're in waves, and everybody's life is like that. And if if you have the if you have the the awareness of that, then you expect it, and it, it makes life a little bit easier. Life is ebbs and flows. It's ups and downs, and you have to be able to ride that roller coaster. And then you take the downs and you learn from it to make the ups better. You see it. Um, a classic example is you see it in celebrity. You see it, let's take a movie star or a, a, a music star. You see them create something, a film or a record, and they are the thing. They're the thing that everybody's talking about for a brief period of time. And then they kind of fade away back into darkness and they go back into their creative space and they make something. And you're like, oh yeah, where is so-and-so? And then you know, then they come back out with something else and they're big again. And they're like, it, it's, that's the creative flow of things. And so, um, life is much like that. You know, when you're, you're, you're winning and then you're losing and, and you can't, can, you know, you, you can control it to a, to a certain degree, but we're not really meant to control that. And that's a big part of the conversation that Jim and I had is, you know, we're not always in control, and, and the less you try to control things, the more in control you actually are, just by letting letting it be controlled by, you know, I say by God, some people say by, you know, a higher power, some people say by the universe, some people say that's just the way things are, but life is about ebbs and flows, and we talk about that at great length, and, 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 and another fascinating thing about life I'm sorry for being so philosophical this morning, but I just feel like being philosophical, so I will, because it's my show. Hashtag Folgers. 
Um, the the thing that's interesting about life is that if you just learn how to ride that wave, it just it, it makes everything go a lot smoother. It makes everything go a lot smoother. And and you have to and that's the thing is is learning from those down those downsides is learning that when you get your your ass handed to you by something, whether it is a professional failure or a relational failure or a financial failure or a spiritual failure or sometimes things just don't pan out the way you want them to. Um, you learn from those things and you come back better. That's the that's the great thing about life is and so okay, so now we're gonna get really deep. One of the things that I've learned about life that I really truly appreciate is that when things happen, a lot of you 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 can live on two different levels. You can live on a on a logical level or you can live on an emotional level. And when you live on the emotional level, you people have a tendency to overreact and you know th- oh th- things just get devastating they're devastated by things that should not be devastating and they are they're they're out of their mind uncontrollable when good things happen and that's great that's fine but that's living on an emotional level and that's you know a person can be all over the place that way you know up down all around you know they're just they're they're off the charts and then you can live on a logical level, which is what I, I try to live on, which is when something bad happens, pay attention to, pay attention to me, kids. This is, this is serious. When something bad happens, people have a tendency to um, want to blame somebody else or, like I said, become devastated by it. And, and, you know, there are devastating things in life. I understand that. But what I've learned in, in, you know, my 41 years is that sometimes when those bad things happen or the things you want to happen don't happen, oftentimes down the road, there is a reason that you can't see in the moment, but you see down the road. And that's why I don't get too wound up about things, good or bad. I mean, I definitely get excited about things. I get I get happy about things and I, you know, I, I'm gleeful about things and, and I get pumped about things. But when something bad happens, um, I don't freak out. And I, that's, that's why. And that's one of the big things that Jim and I talk about as well is he had something bad happen to him, um, that, uh, at the time was pretty devastating. And then you look at the situation now and you can see how, if what he'd wanted to happen had happened, then his life would have played out completely differently and maybe not for the better. And so it's like that old, there's an old prop, like, like an old story. Oh, I'm going to screw it up, but I'm going to try it anyways. Um, I think it's an old Chinese proverb or something like that. And there's a, a father and a son and they have a home. And they have a horse and the horse gets out and goes up into the mountains. And the son is just like, he's, he's so angry because the horse got out and he's up in the mountains and they have to go get him. And the father says, well, you know, good or bad, I don't know. So then they go up in the hills and they're trying to find the horse. 
And while they're trying to find the horse, the son takes a bad step and breaks his ankle, breaks his leg. And he's upset because he's broken his leg, you know, and now he's got a broken leg and he's got to deal with that. And the father says, well, you know, good or bad, I don't know. And then they get back down to their village and they've retrieved their horse and and um, all of a sudden the, the army comes marching through and they're going off to war and it's certain defeat, but they have to go to war and they're taking all the, the men of the village. And of course they get to this guy's house and they can't take him because his leg is broken. The point of the story is that you know, things happen and you just don't quite understand why. And sometimes you don't need to understand why. You just have to have some faith that they happen for a good reason. Um, you know, and, and you know, if, if it's not your thing, if this is not your thing, that's cool. I have no problem with that. But this is my thing. I'm a God guy. And I honestly think that I, I actually do believe that, you know, all of this stuff was planned out before we even came around that, you know, it was kind of laid out. I mean, obviously there are factors that we play that can change things a bit, but I just, I take that good or bad, I don't know, perspective. Okay, this happens or this didn't happen. And it it's funny. It's really funny how that works out. And I mean, perfect example is this Jim Brewer show. We, uh, Lance and I were going down to go to the, do the interview and then go to the show. Lance was super excited about it. And um, I had invited uh, Teresa Tapia, who, you know, the widow of Johnny Tapia. She was a guest on the show. And and uh, and so I invited her and, and a guest to join us. And um, and I do love Teresa, but she has a tendency to um, not abide by social schedule. And sometimes she forgets things. And so we're sitting there and. And I had heard from her and I, you know, I had been in this situation before with her. So I kind of expected it. And she said, oh, I forgot. I thought it was tomorrow. My plane doesn't land until this time and um, tonight. And we're going to miss the show and blah, blah, blah. And I thought, OK, well, that's I didn't get wound up about it. Well, then we get to the to the show or to the to the venue, to the Santa Ana Star Casino. And I had just been so busy. It didn't dawn on me. That the show was at a that at a casino, and Lance is only seventeen, so he can't go in. So, we can't go to the show. So then, there you go. There's there's my point: is that had Teresa not canceled and would have shown up, then we would have been in a really tough situation because I'm not going to go to the show without my son. I'm not going to make him go sit in the hotel room, you know, after he drove six hours with me to get here. While I go to the show that, you know, he's really wanting to go to. And so there that's you see the the you see the 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 sequence of things. And I didn't get upset about Teresa not going. And then it ended up working out because we wouldn't have been able to go anyways. So that's kind of what Jim and I talk about is it's just funny how things work out. And I guess I'm encouraging the the, however many of you that listen to this show that, uh, you know, take that perspective into your life a little bit. When something happens that you really, really didn't want to happen or something doesn't happen that you really hoped would, take that perspective into it. Instead of getting upset, keep keep your emotional your emotional line straight and say, okay, well, 
Good or bad, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason. Hashtag Folgers. So, so anyways, that show is coming up on Friday. And, and when we finish, we, um, when we finish, Jim kind of, if you, if you know what you're looking for in, in people, you can pick up on little things. And, um, you know, when we finish just kind of out of the side of his mouth, he says, wow, I didn't expect to reveal that much. Cause we talked a lot about his relationship and, and some struggles in his relationship. And then, um, and then we shot a little promo, and during the promo, the little video promo that we'll be posting later in the week, um, he says it. He says something again. He's like, you know, I was trying to have some fun, and so I pretend to be Brewer, and Brewer pretends to be me, and 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 he says, you know, I've heard Brewer on on Stern, and I've heard Brewer. I even heard him on the on the Joe Rogan show, and he's like, he's like, this is heavier than any of those, and he's like, it's deep, you know, and. It's it's comical, but I'm sitting there listening, and I'm like, wow, he really, he really feels a little funky about how much he exposed of himself in this in this show. And to me, that's a good interview. That's a good conversation. And so I'm just I'm very excited for everyone to listen to that. I hope that um, I hope that people enjoy it. Um, I hope they enjoy hearing a different side of Brewer. Um, I hope they enjoy, you know, if they're not fans of Jim, I hope they, they hear it and, and become fans because he's a, he is such a down to earth, good guy. And, uh, um, I have a couple of unique connections to him. Um, and one of them, I want to, I want to pitch one of his, one of his projects. He sent me a documentary called more than me. Um, that he did, um, that uh, that focuses on his father. His father's a World War II veteran. He's since passed away, but Jim took him on the road. And so this this documentary, More Than Me, is about his time with his dad on the road, and their relationship, and you know the kind of guy his dad was. And it's a very fascinating documentary. But it was cool because I met Jim at that concert in New York, and then he sent me a copy of his film. And he just he happened to send that to me about the time that I was going through this thing where my mom was was uh, dying of cancer. And it was just a, it was it was interesting, the timing of all that, because I was making the speed of orange and which is the movie about my family. And he sent me the movie about him and his dad. And and so I just want to encourage you if you get a chance and it's he even said, I'll send it for free if I have to. I just want people to see it. Not that he's trying to market it because it's not about that. It's about he just feels that, you know, that engagement with your with your parents, especially your father, is so important. And uh, and so uh, if you get an opportunity, just just Google, you know, more than me, Jim Brewer and find his movie and watch it because it's really it's it's a really touching film. and, And you'll see people forget that these, you know, these celebrities, these people that do things like that perform and that get a lot of attention and, you know, that are famous. They forget that they're actually human beings. And if you've never been close to that, um, yeah, they live a, they live a lifestyle that most of us can't live. But if you've never been close to that, you don't realize that, that, you know, um, all these people are actually still humans and they still get excited about stuff and they still get scared about stuff and they get nervous about stuff. And, 
Um, and they like to hear they like to hear things too. They like they like to be treated normally, and they like to not not yes men type stuff. You know, where you're surrounded by yes people that enable you by saying everything you do is amazing. They like to hear authentic shit, and they like to they like to be called out on stuff, and they they don't get a lot of authenticity. And uh, you know, Jim is is one of the most authentic people, and and he's funny as hell, and um. It's a really touching story because you get to see, you know, this is not Jim Brewer, the comedian with his dad on the road. Oh, my gosh. How, you know, how exhausting that must have been. No, this is a son spending time with his father late in his father's life and trying to trying to draw out the most that he can from that relationship. And it's a really, really good film. And so I, I, I highly recommend that you check it out more than me, Jim Brewer. Uh, and then listen to our podcast, which is going to be posting this Friday um, on the Jew Who Road Show. And it's just, I, I'm really excited about that. Um, and, uh, and you know, that's probably going to be, the, the, the shows are going to start slowing down because I've got some other projects that I'm working on. Um, the Observer, the television program that uh, I created a treatment for. Um, we got a higher recommend, we got a higher rating than expected from, from uh, the coverage agency, and so I'm doing some rewrites on that, and I'm, I'm hoping to hear this week about this this new documentary um, that will send me to Kenya for a while, because um, I'd really, really, really like to do that. I'd really like to get back behind the camera and get creative again and hire a team of people and, and, and make a really good movie. You know, every time I start a film, I always, always picture myself at the Academy Awards and, you know, sending this thing all over the place and doing television interviews and making a huge impact. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't. Well, not the Academy Awards. That hasn't happened yet. Yet. That's one of the few things I I have on my bucket list that I haven't checked off yet that I'd like to. I'd like to be at the Academy Awards. And I don't mean up in the cheap seats because I paid $2,500 for a ticket. I mean, you know, nominated. How awesome would that be? Hashtag Folgers. Hazelnut. Um, so the shows are going to slow down a little bit. Plus, we just, you know, we didn't get any sponsors, and that kind of, I, it's kind of a bummer. I was hoping that we would. I really enjoy doing this podcast. Um, but um, so the gym show is is we're going to finish out February next. Week, the the following week on the sixteenth is going to be a funny show because I'm going to do a show with with my wife Des, who's South African, and she's got that South African accent. And I want to do a show with her about, you know, what's it like moving to America and, you know, your expectations and, and you know, what she wants to do, her dreams and aspirations here. And then I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to ask her questions. And then, you know, if there's just phrases that they want to hear her say in South African because it's such a cool accent, we're going to let that happen. But she's kind of looking forward to that as well. It's pretty cute. And so we're going to do that and then we're going to have a little surprise guest at the at the end on the 23rd um so looking forward to all that stuff it's gonna be fun but uh yeah i hate tapering down the road show but you know it's just you gotta well you just gotta play the hand that you're dealt and we're just not we're not getting the sponsors to keep the show afloat um because it's not free to make i have to go places and pay for things you know gotta do that stuff so but uh i'm really excited about the brewer show other than that, um, 
you know, life goes on. You just keep plugging away, doing what you got to do. So, yeah. So, congratulations to the Eagles. And um, what a big win for them. And first Super Bowl ever for the Eagles, which is also cool. Um, And congratulations to Nick Foles and uh, his MVP play. Man, he... I mean, he came out first down, first play from scrimmage, man. He throws a, throws a, an eight-yard dart. I mean, th- there was no fear on the, in that offense, which was great. It was great to see. And it was a clean game of very few penalties. You know, one turnover per team, one sack in the whole game, which basically changed the, the – it, it won the game for the Eagles for the most part. Um, it was just a good, solid game, good, solid Super Bowl. So – um, enjoyed, enjoyed that. And, uh, and looking forward to, to Des being here. So you can catch her on the 16th on the road show. And then, uh, please, please tune in and, and well, not tune in. I always hate saying that because people that don't understand podcasts don't understand it. You don't have to tune in. You can just listen. Just, if you have an iPhone, everybody go to the little purple podcast, um, app on your phone. It's a purple square with a like a a white looking lowercase i on it with some waves coming out of it. That's click on that and then search for the Jew Who Roadshow. That's how you listen. Um, so check that show out. We're going to be posting that on Friday morning. It's a really good show, and if you like it, rate and review the show. Let people know about it, and uh, yeah, I think you'll be fascinated by what you hear. So um, that's what I've got. That's what I've got right now, and uh, I'm going to go top off my Folgers and get get ready for uh, my wife. Yeah, so you guys and gals all have a fantastic week out there. Um, Tune tune in and enjoy the show starting Friday morning uh, with Jim Brewer. And, uh, yeah, have a productive, successful week, and we will uh, talk to you next Monday. Um, Well, I will. We've got uh, Brewer Friday. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll be here next Monday. So, everybody, have a great week. And uh, uh, in the meantime, have an awesome day. Mm-hmm.